Digital 410 Productions proudly presents the What's in Your Head podcast. Digitized live from the ACT Computer Studios in Cape Coral, Florida, it's the What's in Your Head podcast with your hosts Gordon and Don Abernathy. What's up, what's up, what's up, OG5? I realize I need a new microphone boom because you can hear every spring. You can hear the squeak in my chair. I got the world's loudest, semi-nicest podcast studio. Got all I'm thinking sound. of going with just one of them stand-up microphone stands. Just well, right there in front well this my microphone stand here it looks like a radio station gray but it's like 15 dollars. <laughs> if i'd get like the 50 to 100 dollar one it wouldn't be making all this sound but when you listen to podcasts on earbuds you can hear every time that right there that it's so sounds like annoying. my knees yeah so i'll try not to touch the microphone sorry for the false start there i hit um we went to go stream, and I had set up the, the splash screen, but the delay between my house and Restream.io that when the stream started, you guys saw us before, anyhow, so I had to restart the stream. But anyhow, it's Wednesday <laughs> because we are keeping up with the moniker of consistently inconsistent, mm-hmm. and the problem with doing a podcast in a modern-day home... When you have young kids and they're fighting with their parents, you can't do a podcast so the whole world can hear everybody screaming in the background and having a domestic issue. So here we are. It's a nice quieter day. Don't mind Steve and his 82nd Airborne uniform. We're getting ready for an event uh, the 1st of November, and we did an episode on the What's the Scuttlebutt podcast on Airborne. So Steve had a uniform change. He's been wearing his, War, his Marine Corps uniform for long enough. So now he's rocking his Army 82nd Airborne uniform. How are you, friend? Pain or damage, don't end the world, or despair, or fucking beatings. The world ends when you're dead. Until then, you got more punishment in store. Wise words from Mr. Al Swergen, but I will say for the first three, uh, first four lines in that i thought it was peaky blinders at first replay that if you still have it queued up it almost sounds like tommy (laughs) i don't the first few lines sounds like tommy's i can get it there Uh, i got it pain or damage or either pain or damage or despair or fucking beatings it wasn't until the fucking beatings that i knew it was al swergen (laughs) yeah it makes sense you know that it's ian mcshane they that makes sense because both the Peaky Blinders and Al Swergen talking that English Irish accent. I don't really. It's funny because you know they kept calling him Limey. I'm like, well, I really don't hear any English accent out of the guy. <laughs> you know, it's, it's weird. It's not heavy, right? Yeah. Well, it's, but when you hear him speak in Ian McShane speaking his natural voice, oh, it's there. It's so crazy how Europeans and Brits and Irish folk they can turn that accent off at least the high-end actors can but american actors struggle even the best of them to produce that accent which is i guess maybe why we have more limeys on our television shows and movies than they do have americans pretending to be irish and english the one that pulls it off is oh boy that plays dexter dexter does it don't forget yeah, he, he don't did forget it, the cat who played house show. don't forget you the know? cat who played house is he uh, American? Um, no, he's English. No, no, the guy who plays Dexter, what's his fucking name? Yeah, oh he's, my God. he's he's English. He's American. Is he? 
Yeah, and he uh, he You're talking about that Harlan show. Corbin safe as an English guy, and he pulled it off. Is that the one where the the people are getting murdered all over the the? Yeah, I Carrie started watching that. I think I got a couple episodes into it. I read the book, so I, it's one of the reasons I, I followed it. Oh, I'm gonna start this episode off with a rant about oh, the I fine people over at T-Mobile. <laughs> now I've been with T-Mobile since. Did you have? Did you have to get a new phone? No, I still got my old phone. Um, okay. But we've been with T-Mobile for ev- forever. Sorry, Michael C. Hall. Yeah, I can't Michael believe I forgot his name. Michael C. Hall. We By did, the way, they're coming back. New season. Yes, and so is... And I think we talked about the new season of You. Yes, I'm into it. Is your microphone... Your, like, your microphone must have been adjusted on your end, but that's right. I just turned you down on mine. You're like burying the needle over here. No, I got excited. But Sorry. I got you way lower than I normally do, but anyhow, that's all right. Um. So anyhow, over the last 14 or so years, or more more likely in the last five or six years i've gone through some phones i've broken some phones um i've upgraded some phones as we need to do um one of the biggest times we needed an upgrade is when we started tracking our our hours over at computers and our jobs using mm-hmm. a app that incorporates into quickbooks so that we could better properly charge our customers and so whenever i log in on a website to launch this app i Go to the job on the calendar, hit clock in. When I'm done, I put in notes, hit clock out. Next day, just import it into QuickBooks, and boom, when you pull up the customer or all the hours and jobs in there. But it's very resource intensive. And so when I started using it and my day started to fill up, obviously the more jobs you have in today's calendar or throughout the week, the longer it takes that page to load, the more resources. And so I've gone and I've upgraded nicer phones and, you know, they're real good about, oh, you can upgrade to this phone and it's only an extra, we'll just, instead of giving us the $400 or what, 300 whatever the phone is, we'll just put an extra $10, $15 a month on your, on your plan. That's fine. So, and dad's done that and I've done it for Nuggets phone and all that. And, uh, three or four years ago, a cousin of mine was staying down here during some family tragedy time and she was staying out in St. James City. And there was concern with the property she was at. So we were going to put in a camera that was on the internet. There was no internet mm-hmm. there. So dad went and got a wireless hotspot, added it to our plan. It didn't really work. And so there's no problem with T-Mobile. When you walk in their store and you want to give them money or add something to your plan, it's going to cost you money. It just takes your, your driver's license and a, here's the product I want. But isn't it always funny how when it comes to taking off something from your plan... And it doesn't matter the company. You can't do that at the storefront. No, 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 no. Now, when you upgrade your phone and you're going to give them more money, they'll happily call the the number and add it to your plan and do whatever it needs to take to get done so more money comes out of your account on a monthly basis. No take backs at the store. But when you say, hey, um, I just realized that we got this wireless hotspot four years ago. It didn't work. We tried it for 10 minutes and you've been charging us $25 a month for the last four years, which is a substantial uh, amount of money. My question is, how did it go so long? Because I wasn't taking care of that stuff up until a short period of while ago. Okay. And I wasn't aware that it was on the bill because of a nice thing that's more mm-hmm. productive for businesses was the automatic billing cycle and go on paperless. See how easy it is for things to be slipped by. When things are automatically taken out of your account and it's paperless, they don't send you an itemized thing. So here's all the shit you're paying for. It's here's your monthly bill. Thank you. And so it wasn't until I was going through my account, looking at the payoffs on some phones, one of them that may or may not 
no longer with us, I realized that we still had this phone number. We weren't paying on the device, but the phone number that was assigned to said device was $25 a month. And so I went to the store and, oh yeah, you have to call. Okay. So of course I. So you don't have a manager here who can handle this. So I oh just dial six one one from your phone. Here's the phone number that you need to have removed. Make sure you tell them you want to remove it, not suspend it, because if you suspend it, you're still paying on it. So the chick at the store knew what. The so officially, it's kind of suspended already. I gotta oh, turn you way down. Purposes. But but yeah, so she said if they suspend it, you'll still be charged. You need to have them remove it. And so I go through the rigmarole, I dial 611 and this and that and everything else. I need your four-digit pin. I don't have one. We will send you a temporary four-digit pin for authentication to your phone. Okay. The four-digit pin is this. Perfect. Okay. So I've called you from my phone. You see my name assigned to that number. That's part of this plan. You just sent me a two digit authentication or four digit temporary authentication to my phone i provided it to you let's talk okay what do i need to do i need to remove this phone number that we haven't used it's charging us 25 what's the last four digits of the social security number what wait i we've just gone through the two form authentication you just sent me a number to my phone i gave it to you therefore i and you see my name no but we need the last four digits we're up to secret squirrel level now. Okay. Well, my last four digits is this. No. Nope, <coughs> my father, who the name should be on, the primary root phone number. Nope, that's not it. I know where this is headed. Is the name this? Mm-hmm. Well, that person passed away four years ago, sir. Okay. What was the last four digits? Again, my. Okay. Good enough. Yeah, because he got uncomfortable with the pass away thing. But my point is, if if you've sent me the code to my phone, i.e. two-form authentication... Oh, I'm with you. And furthermore, once again, back to the whole route, I can walk in your store, say I want one of each phone, you'll happily charge me $1,000 extra a month to pay $10 off of each phone, and that's fine. But heaven forbid I want to take a $25 phone number off that I've never used because we used it to try to provide a solution that didn't work. And it was like, you thought I was trying to cancel my entire phone subscription. It has three phones, actually four phone numbers because the main business phones being carried through them now. It's just like, come on. Yeah. We got to remember Al Swearingen's saying that I just put it at the top of the, which the deal. So I up, had an adventure. Hold on. Weekend. Just while we're on there, which brings up the app for mention, as we brought up, why are we still handing out people at cell phone companies and internet companies our social security numbers? Why do we still not have a commerce code? You know how much identity theft would be resolved with a commerce code? Leave well, your social security you numbers solve for the problem. Leave the social security numbers for oh, I don't know, legal problems, hospital bills, and large purchases such as cars and or homes. Anything else, your cell phone plan, your internet plan, your ADT security, um, your credit card to TJ Maxx. You don't need my social security number. You need a commerce code. But Well, that, that would be the sign of the devil. Yeah, and that would also make too much sense. It would make too much sense. So anyhow, you had an adventure this weekend? A misadventure. Mm. It took me two hours to get McDonald's. Okay, first and foremost, why are you going to crap Donald's? Uh, it was Sunday. We were wiped out. I had a hell of a week. Uh, I didn't even go shooting like I was supposed to. 
um we just said fuck it we had only had breakfast it was dinner time didn't feel like cooking just bad choices all around right everyone's well, gonna play we'll go to mcdonald's just as a reminder of why we stopped going no, to no, McDonald's. this is more than a reminder oh. so i get there to the local mcdonald's by the way they are building one across the street from a house which is a different story from a different time that i'll be able to see out my window and walk across the street too so i get there and lines Double, you know, the double lined out, you know, zippers in into one. It's backed all the way out. I'm sitting there. I, I, 20 minutes later, I get up to the, I was already locked in. I couldn't leave uh, because people were behind me and beside me. Uh, finally, felt what felt like 20 minutes to get up to the speaker, place my special order and my order. 20 minutes later, get up to the window, or at least so it seemed. Got my stuff. Got home. Opened up the bag. I'm missing a sandwich. Mm-hmm. Typically, I check. I didn't check this time. Because, after all, you wouldn't want to sit on their <laughs> timer for too long. No, it had nothing to do with that. I just, I wanted to get out of there. It was more me just wanting to, I, I tend to want to move fast when I get things done. Mm-hmm. So, we go to call them, and, well, there's no answer. We called them all the way back. <laughs> no answer. Actually, it, it rang so long it went to like a modem picking up. Yeah, the fax machine. Fax machine. I'm like, I am not sitting in this line, Mm-mm. waiting on live video for live video signal. The broadcast is waiting for a signal. It should resume shortly. You know, that's it's it's weird because when we did WTSP the other night, um, and mm-hmm. you go on YouTube, it's like in three chunks for some reason. And I know it's not my internet because I rebooted my modem earlier. So I don't know there if maybe restream.io is chunky. But yeah, like re- like my YouTube feed cut out like three times the other night. That's crazy. Well, anyway, not to uh, get distracted. All more reason I, for I everybody see, to listen I, to the um, podcast via the true format, which is to download yes. it through all the um, podcast forms. And this is for the crazy and the crazies live stream. We're down to one right now on Facebook. Anyway, so I see an employee coming out of the front door because, you know, they have to do their their deliveries, you know, the, the your, your door dashes and stuff and flagged them down. I kind of pulled in all crooked and sideways because their, their lobby's still closed. I wasn't going to stand in that line again. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I said, here, here's the deal. I need a manager. Out comes the alleged general manager. I say alleged. Because Not even store in. manager, but the general manager was in there? Oh, uh, no. Well. Or she's just generally a manager. <laughs> I'm thinking generally just wanted to put a tag on because this dude comes out. He's in standard crew attire, purple polo shirt. Wow. They still wear polo shirts out there? Here they some got, of them do. Like, some of them don't. Some of them back to the button up that looks like it's out of uh, a, a communist era um, What about your country. Wendy's? Uh, I, it, I I don't remember. Our Wendy's are wearing jeans and T-shirts that say Wendy's on them. They don't even have uniforms no, anymore. No, no T-shirts yet. Um, so I started talking to him. I said, here's the deal. I want a refund. This has kind of been bad things have been happening the last three times I've come here, which I don't come here very often anymore. And he, he comes back. He comes back with cash. He's actually about a buck short, but I didn't fucking care. Whatever. Because I didn't have my receipt. I just mm-hmm. had the ticket number on it. Because I failed to grab my receipt when they asked, which I should have fucking known. Um, Did you yell? I demand satisfaction talking. and smack him with a glove. I said, uh, 
so what's going on? Because, man, it's these trainees. They're just bumping into each other. It's like, you all have training classes, right? Well, yeah, but, you know, they just, they're bumping it. They don't know what they're doing. They're training in the day, and then they come out at night, and they're just a mess. It's like, yeah, it seems like a lot of them when I, I, we pull up or come to the window, it's like a, you know, especially the one in particular, it's a very bad attitude. Like, why, why the fuck are you here interrupting my day? Mm-hmm. Is the, the feeling I get? He goes, "Yeah, that's so and so, and she's horrible." I was like, "If I was a manager, I would have fired her." Well, you just can't fire people, sir. I was like, "This is a right to work state. The fuck you can't." <laughs> I said, "I said, what you do? You don't just up and fire them. You give them corrective actions." Now I'm telling the alleged general manager, who I think was a guy that the general manager didn't want to deal with, so they stuck a name tag on him and sent him out. Mm-hmm. Um, corrective actions, write them up. If they don't fix it. Oh, you just can't fire people, sir. They got, I said, dude, there are jobs everywhere in this business. It would be a lateral move, <laughs> you know? So uh, I was just, I, I was like, I'm done. So then we went to the other McDonald's. <laughs> That's why it took two hours. And, the crazy- and they had no line, breeze through, never a problem, just an extra mile down the road, the opposite direction. Are you ready for flashbacks? <sighs> sure. You want to go back to the mid-90s? Speaking of training videos. I was in Montana in the mid-90s. Well, they may have had the same training video when you went and worked the grill at Wendy's. Oh, yeah. The golden spatula. Oh, the golden spatula. <laughs> what the? <laughs> they got the head of what appears to be a LL Cool J lookalike coming out of the microwave because Wendy's don't have microwaves. And so does that not say that the people that worked there film- making that video was not on drugs or anything? Not yet. And this is the short version. It's a 15-minute video. I'm just going to play a quick snippet. I remember watching this video. The bad music. Dancing around a uh, Wendy's grill and a Wendy's shirt that looks like Michael Jackson's uh, military shirt. Working the grill, Bill. It ain't so tough. But first of all, you got to check your stuff. Like a grill that said it. 250 with the meat and cheese that's ready to go. I wonder if they still set their grills. Actually, you know, I got in a conversation with the manager at Wendy's locally, and they still have the drive through grill. Um, I was like, well, when I worked there, we toasted our buns. Oh, we toasted our buns. I, I said all the buns, not just the guys. Oh, okay. But a lot of it's still the same, but yeah. to keep your station looking cool. But most of all, you got to have your tool. Golden spatula. Are you with me now? Get ready. We're going to lay them down. Now beats got grain to it just like wood. You got to follow the arrow. Okay, Gordon, you remember how the layout of hand? Hamm- if they still use the same video. Uh, no, they'd get canceled. I know they wouldn't. Yeah, they would be canceled. Before we hear, do you remember how to set up your grill? No, God, no, dude. Really? I've cooked in, I've cooked in so many restaurants. The fast food stuff went away because it didn't count. You start with the hamburgers on the left side. Juniors on the left side of the grill. Singles on the right side of the grill. Raw meat. You work three rows over. And as you flip them, you flip to the right, put a new row, new row down to the left. All the all the complete hamburgers are on the right, all the new ones on the left. Let's see if I remember correctly. To lay it down like you should. From the front to the back, you got to lay it down. Space it evenly, not scattered around. Next, you got to salt, salt the meat it. from the back to the front to make the taste complete. Not too little, not too much. With a little finesse, you'll get the touch. 
What's coming up next is our key to success. We'll turn the meat and do a four-corner press. Don't wait too long, I emphasize, or the meat won't reach the proper the size. Four-corner press. The sizzle, you're ready to go. Gently turn the meat, but don't be slow. Just turn them over easily. We he went the wrong way. Patty, that's a guarantee. He has them in the middle of the grill, and he flipped them to the left. He's supposed to flip to the right, but he only has he one line of burgers. He must have been like TikTok. The fucking image was flipped. Well, he only has one line of burgers press on the grill, the too. One, two, three, four. Rock of the bit, are you keeping score? Top and bottom, left and right, and you'll get a patty that's out of sight. Press out the corner. But maybe if they bring these type of boring training videos back, maybe people would actually. Maybe. Maybe they have them. Maybe they just. Who knows? Maybe who knows? Wendy's was so on top of it, they realized that such a ridiculously absurd video would actually garner people's attention because they're just so shocked of how bad it is, but then they actually remember what's in the video because how bad it actually was. Now, I mainly worked at McDonald's through my teenage years, and that one I remember. You know the method there? No, I never worked at a McDonald's. Okay, you grab a, the frozen meat, you hit it, Throw break it in the, the pieces apart, <laughs> you take 12, and you go da -da 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 real fast, and then you shut the clamshell. <laughs> that was it because it had a grill up top and the grill down low, so it just came down together and cooked both sides at the same time. That's funny. It was a yeah. top, uh, yeah. So there was no actual grill. You just put it down, and it's kind of like a uh, an old school iron, <laughs> like, like a, a steam, yeah, like steam a, press. Like an old school iron. You'd see it a pretty much. I bet that's where they got the idea. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Fast. So anyhow, he was saying there's. They, they just blamed it on the new the guy. I told the guy, I said, you know what you all should do? You know what McDonald's really needs to do right now, especially since you've reduced the size of your menu? What's that, sir? Bring back the warming bin. What's that? Make a bunch of burgers at the same time. Put them up there in the bin. Everything actually is nice and hot when you get it. You know, after five minutes, you got to throw it away. So, you know, you get your timing right. I know your food costs will be a little higher. Be throwing a little more things away, feeding the homeless. But... It's that's a lot a, faster. That's a Because I told him, I was like, I used to handle 10 buses in a wrap drive-thru mm -hmm. at McDonald's as a teenager. You guys have a fucking drive-thru. Your lobby's not open, and you've got some delivery orders. And y'all can't handle it? Well, maybe that's why you and I are so cynical, and we catch so much shit on TikTok for, quote-unquote, abusing the poor people. At least I've been accused of that. Because we were there? Well, not only were we there, but we worked at, at least the Wendy's we worked at was the second busiest, like, in all of the... Wet East Coast. Oh, yeah, it was the main. That we were the main Road intersection. Was the main road drag, first main drag coming into Columbus. Off of Columbus and leaving Columbus, and so that I, I know I don't know the McDonald's stats, but I know that Wendy's was like the busiest one in like uh, damn was, near outside yeah, of New York City. It was like the busiest one in all of Ohio. I mean, ten buses coming on the lot. What do you think? Yeah, and so <laughs> yeah, no. that was the thing too. When whenever we like the retirement buses came on, managed by. Drop potatoes because the old people, all they ever ordered were uh, potatoes and frosties. <laughs> That's all. So whenever you see a bus of old people, just drop, put the potatoes in and get the frosties ready. Well, to finish off this hot fast food talk, mm -hmm. I had seen a Wendy's commercial recently talking about how they're changing their fries yet again to make sure you get the crispy, perfectly crisp fry. But they're still not touching their god-awful chicken sandwiches. I will, I will give Wendy's credit for this. Their spicy chicken sandwich has always been the spices were actually built into the chicken sandwich. Whereas they've had the best tasting chicken spicy chicken sandwich. In a true spicy chicken sandwich form. Now, KFC has a better quality chicken, but they cheat because they're putting a spicy sauce on it, just like Popeyes puts a spicy sauce on it. 
um, and most of the other ones do. Wendy's is actually built into the breading, and so you know now. But is it like twenty dollars for a sandwich at KFC? Because I know their food's fucking expensive. Not really. It's it's probably maybe a dollar fifty more. But it's Gordon. It's reminiscent of the chicken sandwiches that we used to serve at Wendy's. It's not this. The, I'm sorry, but Carrie got one the other day, and I told her before she ordered it, and we looked at it. the chicken on her chicken sandwich from Wendy's. Her spicy chicken sandwich looks like the 99-cent McChickens that McDonald's been kicking out for the last 10 years. It looks like a hamburger. It's a pressed chicken. It's not a chicken They basically breast. took the thickness and cut it in half. No, they basically, much like chicken nuggets, they instead of using a boneless chicken breast, they're now scraping the scraps off the floor, pressing it in a machine, and breading it and serving it. It's 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 not a chicken breast. It's pressed chicken. It's what it is. It's like the remember the frozen chicken patties. Extruded chicken. Remember, remember the uh, the frozen Pink slime chicken. The frozen chicken patties Melody bought for us in uh in when we were in high school and we'd microwave. Yeah, just the chicken pieces all pressed together. Yeah, that's what patty. Wendy's has turned into. But you go to KFC and their spicy chicken sandwiches are breaded chicken breast on a bun with some spicy sauce on it. I looked at the last uh, just a few months ago Wendy's spicy chicken and it actually had the the fibers of your typical breast in there maybe uh maybe this maybe i'll do this on a youtube video i'm gonna go to mcdonald's wendy's chick-fil-a doesn't count because they're a chicken-based restaurant technically kfc shouldn't count either but my whole thing is kfc's chicken sandwiches looks like wendy's used to i'll throw popeyes in there so but well, we know Popeye's has a quality chicken sandwich. And the whole right. purpose of this is I'm stating, in my opinion, that the Wendy's chicken sandwich looks like the McChicken from McDonald's and KFC looks like what Wendy's used to look like, except for it's extra breaded. So I'm going to buy three of them and I'll do a YouTube video on it. Contrasting Too bad you them. don't have a jack-in-the-box because, believe it or not, I like their spicy chicken sandwich. It's chunky and it's a real breast. Anywho. So yesterday, I'm not getting into too much fishing talk, but I did uh, have a a mention to the lady who uh, feeds the alligator because Wally Gator is back. Um, did you Nugget, call out? No, Nugget and I were seawall fishing a few days ago, and Wally Gator was harassing the baby ducks. And the mama duck and daddy duck came and ran him off because he's a pussy and he's afraid of ducks, which is fine. But then I had a, I've had a sneaking suspicion that somebody's been feeding Wally Gator because every time you cast out a topwater, he swims over thinking you're feeding him. Yeah. And Sarion and I, and I deleted the video because I forgot. I got so many damn folders of videos from fishing. I, oh, no, we didn't catch nothing that day. I deleted it. And then like a day later, I went, oh, fuck. I had footage of them feeding the gator. So I actually had footage of them feeding the gator. But it's so far away, you know, there's no zoom on a, on a GoPro. But anyhow, I was out on the kayak last night, and the wind was so bad, it blew me down to four corners. I caught two small bass. But anyhow, when the wind finally died down around 6.45, I paddled over to where I caught the bigger ones, which is off that lady's porch. And I wasn't having any luck, and Wally Gator was nowhere to be found. Well, the guy next to the lady came out and was yelling off his dock across the pond, telling Mike to call him. <laughs> but when he came out to yell, Mike! Mike! Yep. Call me! And so when he yelled for Mike, Wally Gator appeared because I guess he thought it was dinner time. Now, the guy yelling for Mike's not the guy who feeds him. It's the lady and the kids You sure Mike isn't the name of the alligator? No, because Mike was fishing on the other side of the lake. And he's like, oh, I don't have my phone. But anyhow. So Wally Gator comes out, and he's sitting by probably 20 yards from my kayak. And the lady comes out, and she walks over to talk to the other guy. She's like, watch out. There's an alligator right there. I said, I know, because you guys fucking feed him. <laughs> and she's like, huh? I said, I know because you guys feed him. And then she mumbled something and went back inside. 
It's yeah, like fucking god damn it, Jesus. One, what's going to happen? This alligator already sees humans as being a food source. He's only three feet long. He's not a threat yet. But when he gets five, six, seven feet, and people and are in you, kayaks, and you got the Boston Terrier with you. Well, not even that. But when you're in a kayak, eight inches off the fucking surface of the water, and every once in a while you get a fish that swallows a hook. Or gets a hard hook set, and you got to keep putting in the water to keep them alive. Last thing I want is my goddamn hand bitten off by an alligator that you've been feeding that has no fear of humans. Because there is times where you got to put the fish back in the water, or if you've had him out, once you get the hook out, you got to kind of open his mouth and swish him back and forth to get him kicking, or he'll die. And last thing I want is here's this alligator. Here, he must be feeding me. But, and so it's just, it's like, come on, really? And by the way, you're teaching your kids to feed the alligators. So you're just creating a whole nother list of assholes that grew up here in the state of Florida. So she took off. Did her buddy just continue on what he was doing? Nah, he he had already gone inside. Hmm. I was waiting for her husband to come out and take up Embridge, but he didn't. But uh, So we got a situation. Okay. Remember how I was telling you that at our gym we can go there and, you know, basically around the counter and the masks come off because we still have a mask mandate in Clark County. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Karen popped up on the news. Do do remember before COVID the hardcore guys who would work out in their their mask, their high altitude yes, mask. They, that that from what I understand actually doesn't really work like they're supposed to. But, but isn't yes. it funny how those guys went away when people were required to wear a mask? You didn't see them wearing a high altitude mask that reminded me of Bane off of Star, uh, Batman. Yeah. Anyway, so she decided to call into our local. Rat, rat on people channel mm-hmm. and ratted on the gym stating that she asked the manager the manager said there's nothing we can do about it and she's taking umbrage with uh the the fact that nobody's That's wearing a the mask use of umbrage twice out. in one episode yeah maybe i could say it in a couple more times and she wants to cancel her contract but she can't and there's some people saying, well, she could because they're not now they're now not providing a safe space, keeping her healthy. Yeah. I'm so, so sorry you live so She said when there's a mandate we should follow the law. Oh, Jesus Christ. And I'm thinking go back to fucking California, Karen, because that's probably where you're from. I'm thinking follow her home and see how many other laws she's breaking, whether she said traffic it's traffic laws. Every one of their locations. Uh-huh. She's gone to multiple. <laughs> so they could call OSHA and OSHA allegedly has two open cases where they're investigating gyms. But I did go there the day, this morning, and yes, I was sans mask. I had it in my pocket just in case. But, uh, I mean, think about it. What is the staff going to do? Start start uh, confronting these guys that could pound them into the fucking ground. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, they'll do nothing. Well, and that's, that's part of the problem. You're going to piss off most of your clientele because about 90% didn't have a mask on, myself included. Well, it's we know in and out. They're mm-hmm. a religious base. Some people mm-hmm. get their panties in a twist. Got- if you look at the bottom of the cup, you see Bible passages. They're kind of like the left coast version of Chick Fil A in that way. Did you hear about the in and out in San Francisco? Nope. I, now you would know better or not. Is there such thing as an in and out franchise, or, or or are they all corporate? My yeah, my understanding is they are all corporate. San Francisco in and out temporary closes over city's proof of COVID-19 vaccine requirements. 
An In-N-Out Burger in San Francisco was forced to temporarily close earlier this month after failing to comply with the city's proof of vaccination requirements. On October 14th, representatives of the city's Department of Health shut down the chain's location at 333 Jefferson Street in Fisherman's Wharf, according to the statement by Ernie Weissinger, In-N-Out's chief legal business. Um, In a statement issued to the Times, blah, 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 I'm looking for... uh, See, this one isn't saying it. Um, as a company, so like, oh, here it is. This isn't a uh, town that is rampant with overrun with homeless also. Mm-hmm. By the way, where are the homeless deaths? As a company, In-N-Out Burger strongly believes in the highest form of customer service, and that means serving all customers who visit us, making all customers feel welcome, he said. We refuse to become a vaccine vaccination police for any government. So good on you. So not good on you. So San Francisco not only has a policy where the employees have to be vaccinated, but you as a business have to demand proof of your papers from your customers. As, as the customers step over homeless people and homeless poop mm-hmm. to get into said store. San Francisco is so bad that you can actually download an app that shows you where human excrement is on the street. We is fit- it like ways so you can <laughs> Yeah, right. It's called poops and then you uh you just hit uh you, you you see a poop and then you report it like an accident? Quote, we fiercely disagree with any government dictates that forces a private company to discriminate against any customers who choose to prioritize their business, he said. This is clear governmental overreach and is intrusive, improper, and offensive. The San Francisco po- Department you. of Public Health, meanwhile, said that it stands by their enforcement actions, blah, blah, blah. So, yes, good for in and out for taking a stand and saying... Huzzah. You know, it's one thing to say, okay, our employees got to be vaccinated because it's public health and we're food. But to actually say, hey, That's you have still to. a stretch. Yeah, it is. But you have to stand by the door and ask every person who walks in this place. And it is a form of discrimination. I need to see your clear app, sir. I need to see your clear app, sir. It is definitely a form of discrimination. But uh, it's. But yeah, you, you reminded me of that when you said something that reminded me of that. Yeah. It would be funny as they were interviewing this lady and her nose and her mask kept oh, slipping yeah, yeah, off under right. her nose. Yeah, that no, that's right. You were talking about your gym and the the Karen who wants to cancel, but and I bet she actually wears the the clear sneeze guards that does nothing. I bet she's triple vaccinated, still wears the mask, and if she truly goes to the gym as much as she's claiming, she should have a pretty good immune system because she works out a lot. So what the, the fuck? Government's she's... Not, not talking about that, so that's not true. And as we have learned through this whole thing, some people just like to have some control bestowed upon them over other people's lives, which is the sad part. Music news. You ready for some music news? Sure. This ties in with a story and I need to track the chick down that this happened to, but I was there in the side, but, and this happened in 2004 and I talked about it once or twice on the radio, but didn't talk about it in too much length because, well, it could be considered slanderous, but now it doesn't matter. Um, Dateline, October 12th, 2021, Smash Mouth singer Steve Hartwell retires after chaotic onstage rant. <laughs> and I've been against this guy since 2004. Smash Mouth lead singer Steve Howell is no longer part of the band. The 54-year-old rocker is retiring from music to deal with his physical and mental health, Howell's represent told the Post Tuesday. Quote, 
Steve has been dealing with long-term medical issues over the last eight years, and during his last performance at the Big Sip stage, he suffered numerous symptoms directly linked with his current medical situation, the rep said. As of Tuesday, Steve will uh, be retiring from Smash Mouth to focus on his physical and mental health. October 9th, the band was performing at the Big Sip Festival in upstate New York, where Howell slurred his words, threatened the audience, and gave some crude gestures to the crowd. There's, there's a TikTok video, but it's more just his behavior than anything. The video was taken by a TikTok user who goes on to... Uh, goes on... Okay. Oh, goes on to name how... Um, who goes by the name, I'm sorry, Haley, who said it was chaotic. The source close to Howell's uh, in the post, he had one of his, quote, episodes while on stage and has been viral in this video. This unfortunate recording has now been taken out of context and his no, ailments never. used against him. Now, I ain't going to read the rest of it. You can look this up. I moved from Ohio, Grove City, Ohio, for that matter of fact, to um, California in 2001. Um, and Hatchet Man and all, right? Hatchet Man and all. 1997, 1995 Ford Escort LX, Hatchet Man and all. And I moved out to California. And now, did you have one of them Pioneer radios that had the little display on it? I didn't get that, that until I moved to Fort Myers, Florida and tr- uh, sold the Escort and bought my dad's 1997 Pontiac Firebird sedan. <laughs> I mean, what? Well, base model. Um, no, it's, I it's had a... It's a coupe. A sedan has four doors. Yeah, I had a JVC. I had a Phoenix Gold Amp and two um, 15-inch subwoofers that were stolen out of my car, which, interestingly enough, that night I had a, a ESP episode where I got out of the shower, went down to my car. My roommate said, where are you going? I said, I'm getting my shit out of my car because it's going to get broken into tonight. And at 5 a.m., my neighbor was waking me up saying somebody just stole a box out of my trunk. So I got all my CDs and belongings out, but obviously I didn't take out the amp and speakers. And they were, in fact, stolen that night. But I digress. So anyhow, I moved to California. Everything was fine. Um, flew back to Grove City, Ohio for the Grove City Alumni Games. Um, I guess a guy named Turtle showed up with your shit? No, because... Uh, um, and so... <laughs> Sorry. I walked into... <laughs> I walked into the Derby, Gordon. Is that the one on Stringtown Road that was on the north side of it where Hearts used to be? No, that was one in, in the Big Bear parking lot in the corner in the oh, same place. Oh, the VIP lounge. Yes, at the time it was the Derby, and Damon's okay. used to be there, and there was also the same parking lot that had rallies in it. Mm-mm. Daddy-O's. Daddy-O's, you're right. Sorry, not rallies, Daddy-O's. I like Daddy-O's. And so I walk into the establishment and I run into Brad Williams, my old roommate who's been on the show multiple times back when Dave was on the show. And I uh, cast my eyes across the bar and I said, Brad, who's Lindsay talking to that Smash Mouth looking motherfucker? He said, that's the guy from Smash Mouth. (laughs) I said, why would the guy from Smash Mouth be at the Derby in Grove City, Ohio for alumni games? He said, well, sadly for him, somebody here won a radio contest over WNCI win a date with Smash Mouth. So, so, they went to the so the, this person in Grove City, some chick, listened to WNCI, won this radio contest, and poor Steve Howell found himself at the it 2004... It could have been 107... I, I, I think it was WNCI. What was, what, what, was the, what was the rock that... 99.7 The Blitz? 
Yeah. No, sm- uh, they were still a little too punk rock for Smash Mouth. Smash okay. th- at the time, you know, walking it's on bubble the sun. Gum punk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and so apparently the management had this idea. Poor Steve had to show up. So anyhow, Lindsay and Smash Mouth walk out to the back patio where they have their their tables, and some guy was out there brilliantly grilling out some hot dogs and brats for sale. And I'm talking to Nick and talking to other people and talking to people I haven't seen since 1997 because this was my first time back to an alumni game. Because well, and actually, I, for people I hadn't seen since 2001 because that's when I left Ohio. And about 20 minutes or so later, I see Lindsay come in, rip shit pissed. And I'm like, well, what's going on? At the time, she was going to OSU for journalism. And so she's minding her own business, the alumni game at the Derby. And lo and behold, she sees Smash Mouth and she says, well, I got to do my thesis and college graduation's coming up here soon. What a better thing to do for journalism than to interview a rock star who just happens to be at the alumni game. All right? Sounds like a plan. Now, this was in the early 2000s, so she pulls out her pocket recorder, not digital, analog, little tapes. And he agrees to sit down and talk with her and do an interview. She's thinking fan-fucking-tastic. Here I am in OSU, journalism school. I think probably a sophomore. Fucking score. I'm going to do great on this Sophomore or junior at that that time. Mm -hmm. This fucker sits down, does like a 20-minute long interview with her. Obviously, she doesn't know he's going to be there. So it was probably off the top of her head, but does like 15, 20-minute interview. The interview's over. He calmly reaches over, grabs the tape recorder out of her hand, ejects the tape, and the motherfucker walks over and throws it in the grill where the guy's cooking brats and hamburgers, thus toxifying the food. all the food. Which is what offended me. I didn't give a shit about the interview. I was more upset by the fact that this guy's trying to cook food and he's throwing plastic in the damn thing. And he leaves... Some people say he was upset that he couldn't find any booger sugar, but that's simply alleged. I don't know. Allegedly, don't want to get any lawsuits. Hey, bad gas passes fast in a small town. But I told her, guess what? That story that just happened is better than anything he could have given you in that interview. I said, go with that story. That story is way better. And like I think like two years later, I actually wrote that story up on uh, D hyphen four ten back in its early days, and I told it once or twice on the radio. But so when this story broke that this guy's a complete mental <laughs> breakdown lunatic, it just it all made sense. It to all me. snapped in the focus, wasn't shocked, right? wasn't surprised. This was no news to me because I had seen it in first person. Well, person no, and a half. This is good news with Gary Ganoose. Yeah, so. So that does not surprise me in the least. Do, 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 do. Smash mouth. Oh, my pen's leaking. That doesn't happen often. Yeah. Hmm. So he's too soggy down there. I guess. Blah. Do, 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 <laughs> do, do, do. do you hear about speaking of Ohio, they're in the, the news again, kinda. Kind of sad, really. In the news. What's going on? Begin with news of a frantic effort to get a group of Ohio missionaries oh, yes. kidnapped in Haiti to safety tonight. The 12 adults and five children are there on a humanitarian mission and were abducted while visiting an orphanage east of Port-au-Prince. Mark Namick has the latest. 
Christian Aid Ministries, which is based in Holmes County in the heart of Ohio's Amish Sub country, Holmes. has worked in Haiti for years. It distributes food and clothing and tries to spread its conservative Christian teachings. On Monday, the Do organization really need to add the conservative part the government's to the Christian efforts teachings? to win I mean, its members released. Well, it's because no it's a left-wing news missing. source. The group pulled its American workers out of Haiti last year over because safety it, concerns, but returned. It's a local story, but the local reporter. You hear him, he hands it over to the national story. So the national NBC being left-leaning, they had to throw that in. Christian Aid Ministries, which is based in Holmes County in the heart of Ohio's Amish country, has worked in Haiti for years. It distributes food and clothing and tries to spread its conservative Christian teachings. Tries to spread On its Monday, organization acknowledged in a statement so the government's efforts to win its members' release, but offered no details about those missing. The group pulled its American workers out of Haiti last year over safety concerns, but returned recently despite warnings from the U.S. State Department to not travel there. People leaving the group's headquarters Monday avoided cameras. Ohio members of Congress say they're watching and praying, but do not have knowledge of the government's plans. Know that some of our Franciscan um, missionaries uh, from Ohio left several months ago, and the political situation was so... Uh, fraught with danger, even they, these were Roman Catholic sisters, withdrew. And so for those Christian missionaries who remained, um, I think the danger was known. Christian Aid Ministries has said those kidnapped include a two-year-old child. But the organization's not saying why it returned to Haiti despite the country's unrest and following the recent assassination of its president. It now, the kidnappers are asking for like seventeen million dollars, basically a million bucks a head. Mm-hmm. Now, this may sound a little mean. Well, I'm still mad that the guy said conservative Christians with such disdain. Trying to spread, which is based in Holmes County in the heart of Ohio's Amish country, has worked in Haiti for years. It distributes food and clothing and tries to spread its conservative to spread teachings. teachings. On Monday, Whoa, the organization so mad. and tries to spread its conservative Christian teaching and tries to spread its conservative Christian teachings. Tries to spread. You, sir, are a part of the problem with the media. Now. You're what? not giving just the news. You're putting in your fucking opinion. Now, let's say the State Department is successful of getting back all 19 of these people, and hopefully they are. And let's say, because, well, we don't negotiate with terrorists, so we're not going to pay the ransom. Maybe a private entity may, but the State Department won't. But let's say, hypothetically, the State Department gets them back on their own, and they do not pay the ransom. But obviously... The manpower involved costs money. When it's a situation like that where the State Department had already told you not to go because shit's popping off down there and it's not safe for anybody, at some point, shouldn't you be on the hook for the, the cost? Because when you're a hiker and you go out in the mountains get lost, I think you got to pay for that helicopter ride, don't you? In France, yes. I'm sure here you do too. So I'm just saying, it's, it'd be different if you were down there and there wasn't a middle civil war, the State Department hadn't warned you about going down there, and then you got abducted. Okay. Shit happens. But when the State Maybe, Department yeah. tells you not to go, the pr go, there's an attempted assassination or was an assassination on their president, and then you all 19 of you get scooped up. 
hmm. we'll get you back, but it's you're going to have to okay. pay us something. <laughs> I'm going to provide you a because you looked a little perplexed. Franciscan. No, I was going to make a joke about they're too busy boycotting the uh, in and out burger. <laughs> Is a friar, a sister, or lay member of the Christian religious order founded in 1209 by St. Francis of Assisi. Which San Francisco's name is. Or the order based on Franciscan rule. Franciscan orders are noted for preachers and missionaries. So there you go. Remember growing up being taught about the Great Migration and the land bridge? Yes. For those listening at home who have a modern-day education and aren't familiar with the land bridge, give them the cliff notes. The land bridge was essentially, if I remember correctly, uh, you know where the Bering Strait is right now? Mm -hmm. Ain't that where they catch crab? Yep. Hi. She's not a land bridge. Um, Yeah, it's basically where Russia, what is now modern-day Russia, connected with what's now modern-day Alaska via a bridge of land, thus land bridge, and the allegedly the indigenous people of this side of the world had migrated from that part of the world to this part of from the Japan world. and Asian area countries. Correct. Dateline first published one week ago from LiveScience.com. Native Americans may not have originated in Jam- Japan, as previous archaeological evidence has suggested, oh, according to a new study of ancient teeth. For years, archaeologists have predicted that the first person to live in North America descended directly from a group called the Jamon, who occupied ancient Japan about 15,000 years ago. The same time the people arrived in North America around 15,000 years ago via the Bering Land Bridge, a strip of land that previously connected Russia to North America, as explained by our own Gordon Abernathy. Before sea levels rose, I thought that hadn't happened yet, but anyhow, above it. It's cyclical. <laughs> No, it's not. It's man-made. It's global warming. The theory is based on archaeological similarities in stone tools, especially projectile weapons found in Native Americans and the Jomong settlements. However... Projectile weapons, are we meaning like arrows? Arrows and and, and throwing rocks. (laughs) You know, weapons you use in your cross. Not airsoft rifles? Native American... Oh, sorry. um, However... The authors of a new study say that the scenario is highly unlikely because biological evidence simply does not match up, unquote. DNA don't jive. With the, no, it's more simple than that. Same thing we use when we find bodies uh, that have no more skin on it back in the day. The ar- the, with the archaeological findings, according to the really? statement from the researchers, the Juman were not directly ancestors to Native Americans, led author G. Richard Scott of Anthropology um, sorry, head of the anthropology at the University of Nevada, Reno, told Life Science. Mm, it's not like you were about to say Joe Mama. The Joe Mom are among aligned with Southeast Asian and Pacific groups with the East Asians and Native American groups. Instead, research suspect the Native Americans descended from a different group living somewhere in East Asia, although a lot of it uncertainly remains blah, blah, blah. And they've come to this based on the shape of the teeth that they have found between Native Americans and the Mujon. Uh, this means the shape of the teeth and the roots can provide researchers with a lot of information about the person's genetic origins and how they closely related to individuals or compared to others. Additionally, teeth shaped 
are rarely influenced by environmental factors, which make it more reliable way to look at ancestry. Because I guess people kind of adapt to their environment, but that doesn't affect the teeth unless they eat sand a lot. <laughs> so that, you know, I just thought it's always interesting that, you know, we're yeah. raised to believe something for so long and then something else comes along and just there's a monkey wrench in the whole soup. You yeah. know what I mean? The interesting thing about science and history is it's always evolving. Mm-hmm. It's never static. There's one constant universe and that's change. Changes trying to find my list. The problem with having six word documents open because you have so much. Okay, we've already did. So you need six screens. The Christian Aid Ministry, Holmes County, remains quiet about the details. Okay, we can close that one. Do not send. And I'm looking for a list. This is what it's called. I need a producer. Hey, I saw a video of yours. Oh, here we go. Uh huh. You were bemoaning how you were talking about how you like this right here mm -hmm. over this right here. Mm -hmm. And uh, you're kind of acting like the clip was a hassle. Um, the clip's not a hassle when wearing it. Um, I don't have mine with me. Does yours, does yours got just, it goes right over and it just pops right off, off around. The no, building. my Kydex holster is one with the big leather paddle on the back. And so it has two Aww. clips <laughs> and, um, but even still, I find because the sticky doesn't have clips on it at all, it's easy to remove and insert when getting in and out of a vehicle in a fashion that can't be seen by people who may freak out at the sight or thought of someone having a firearm in public. Mm -hmm. And so since I work service and I'm constantly getting in and out of my truck all day and I don't believe in carrying a firearm into people's homes and or businesses... <laughs> Smart. I tend to leave it securely locked away in a safe in my vehicle. With that being said, when I've occupied my vehicle or going into my office or to a public facility or to my home, I carry. And so I have produced a way, I'm being vague because part of concealed carry is the element of surprise. And so I never tell people where on my body I carry my farm. So I won't say it here either. But I have perfected a way of... Um, Adding and or removing said firearm from my body in which of a way in the open door of my car while standing up that people can't see it in public, which only takes about 1.3 seconds. But with my Kydex holster and the fact that it has two clips and you have to slide it in and unbuckle your pants mm -hmm. and this and that, it's just too time consuming. Yeah, no, you need to, if you got a Kydex, you need to get something with one single clip like this and it slides over your belt. And it's in. And so with all that being said, the only time I wear my Kydex is when I'm in my kayak fishing uh, <laughs> because i can carry it on a, a place on my body that i can retrieve a firearm quickly if wally gator ever does decide to come out of the water jump up on my kayak and try to eat my feet because oftentimes my feet are hanging not in the water but they're on the edges of my kayak my toes could be easily um attacked from water if someone felt so needed to and so basically don's kayak's too short for him no, it's plenty long enough. It's just um, what tends to happen, if you're the occasional kayaker, it's fine. But when you're a daily kayaker, having your feet in those slots is kind of like a woman sitting in stirrups at the OBGYN. And if the woman did that for four hours a day, almost every day, they're going to start getting ankle pains from their ankles being at that position. So I prop my legs up straight and put my feet on the edge of the kayak, though. Therefore, my piggies are 
hanging over the side, not in the water, but an alligator could easily pop his head out the eight inches that I'm sitting off the surface of the water and bite my foot. And so then I could quickly put a slug in the back of his head and, and go to the hospital and have my Bob's toes sewed uh, up. There you go. Um, do you know, we, ooh, 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 I haven't done this in a while. TikTok lesson of the week? No, close. Uh, I couldn't uh, find one today. I couldn't find one either because my TikTok has changed a bit. Oh, here we go. Uh, 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 uh. Here's today's meaningless headlines from social media. Pinterest bans all weight loss related ads. Um, uh, mm, they're following the government, huh? Pinterest bans all weight loss ads completely as eating disorders have among young people have seen steep rises during the pandemic. Wouldn't that be why you want to have weight loss ads? No, sir. We don't body shame people. We and don't want young I girls who feel they're overweight sticking their fingers down their throats because they see ads from Weight Watchers on our account. So with the government not pushing, and I'm a fat guy here, healthy eating and losing weight, mm -hmm. do you think one of the reasons they're not doing it is because then you'd be fat shaming? Mm -hmm. That's exactly why. Politics is more about optics nowadays than it has ever been before. Hey, your your all's optics need to be cleaned. They're a little they're a little fuzzy. You got some fingerprints and smudges on them. Here's today's meaningless headlines from social media. The old Kanye West cannot come to the phone right now. Why? Yee! Because now he's just known as Yee. Yee! Yep, the judge finally approved Kanye's name change from Kanye Yee! Omar West to just Yee. Something he's wanted to do since 2018. Yee! Here's today's meaningless headlines from social media. This just Yee! then, the FBI uh, swarms Washington, D.C. home of Oleg Deprinsky, a billionaire oil tycoon who close ties to Russian President Putin, FBI spokesperson tells Wait, NBC News. He sounded News. Polish. Yep. Ski. Here's today's meaningless me. headlines from social media. A mysterious rise in cases of teen girls with a sudden severe psych physical tics, including jerking motions <laughs> and verbal outbursts, and Wee! sometimes bloating, other bloating up the word beans, led doc <laughs> lead doctors to TikTok. So now apparently TikTok is responsible for people getting tics, yelling out random Wee! words, and Gordon screaming, Yee, That's a tick now, But man. I'm going to blame that one on Kanye West. Yee. <laughs> All right, I'm done. And this has been meaningless headlines from social media that Don never had a closing statement made up by Carrie. Yee. Dude, where's my other list? Oh, don't tell me I lost it. Oh, here we go. Oh, got one more. And this is uh, something we need to do more often. And now, to be or not to be that guy. How about skinny jeans rolled up to look like he's wearing men's versions of capris? Oh, my God. You just <laughs> reminded me of something today. I was standing in line at a at a place to get a, something to drink, a coffee. And it was actually a gas station. And there was a guy in there about your height. Mm -hmm. Between his shirt and his pants, he looked like he was putting on somebody's clothes that was like three times too small. <laughs> it literally like he shoved himself. His shirt was tight. His jeans were tight. They looked like capris. His ass was fucking hanging out, of course, because you got to still sag. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, what the fuck? I want to ask him, hey, who let you go out looking like this? Don't you have somebody in your life? Let me guess. It was 9 a.m. and he was buying a 12-pack of Natty Light. No, 
the no, I'm sorry. Those are the painters and the drywall guys. <laughs> yeah. Shit, I've seen it at 6 yeah. a.m. So. Depends on what time they're going to work and what time they ran out and had to get re-up. Got to get our lunch together. How about t-shirt tucked in a shorts guy? I think there's some people in my family that do that. Did he ever have a run-in with an equestrian animal? An equestrian animal? A horse? Yeah. It's been a while. That's the person. He had some wild Mustangs up in the mountain. How about shirt tucked into pants with no belt guy? I've thrown to do that when my pants are too, my shorts are too loose, and I'm taking out the trash. That's Sorry, I just got a message. Proper activity for something like that. I am a daily belt guy. I wear a belt every day. One, it helps hold my firearm in, but I, I just I think jeans without belts look weird and obviously you don't notice it until their shirts are oh, tucked yeah. in. And so to see somebody with shorts shirts tucked into pant and seeing all their belt loops and no belt to me, it just looks weird. Yeah, if it's shorts with belt loops, pants with belt loops, slacks with belt loops, it's going to have a belt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That being said, sometimes I'm tired of wearing a belt, so then I just slide into some gym shorts or sweats. How about matching clothes with wife guy, even though it's not family photo and or family reunion day? That guy needs to be taken around <laughs> the back of a building and beaten. I don't. Uh, that guy's just a guy who has no free <laughs> free liberties to make any choices. Once again, oh, if, if it's oh, family no, no, no. photo day, and I actually have the same exact pair of Vans because we both like them. Mm-hmm. But I told her I was like, I'm wearing them today. You're not allowed to. Once again, if it's family photo day, that's fine. If it's family yes. reunion day and you all got a Stan and Haney. If it's part of a gag, that's great. As Stan Haney said, the yellow T-shirt that says crossing the uh, bridge in the gap, <laughs> it's perfectly okay. But yeah, on a normal day, not so much. How about ga- cash, grass, gas, or ass? No one rides for free bumper sticker guy. Could you ever Dirty be hippie. that guy? Dirty redneck. Yeah, I'm thinking more redneck than hippie. I, I'm, I'm imagining... An empty box uh, and, and full of empty beer cans of Budweiser in the bed of truck. Mm-hmm. How about uses the, the? I know you love this guy. How about uses the phrase "not my job" description in a non-joking manner, guy? Uh, you could go fuck yourself. <laughs> you, you, you can't hang with that guy. No. How I don't. B- I don't like that guy. That guy sucks. That guy just is doing minimal work to get a paycheck. And we say proverbial guy. This could be women too, but you know, just the saying is, "Don't be that guy." He, she, or they. You know, I just realized I had a legit made. I had a legit made up whole freaking intro to this but i just played carried saying it so i gotta find i just realized you got all three logos for the show on (laughs) you're that guy you got the what's in your head podcast well that's what i was thinking digital 410 shirt and now your og5 or not to be where is that i actually made you're that guy i made the full remember i made it using the pcu thing it must have got lost when um don't be that guy yeah, I, I had a whole intro. You're that guy. Up. I I know. I lost it when the soundboard crashed. I'll have it for the next time. How about uh, compl- why isn't Steve wearing something that says, "What's the scuttlebutt"? Because he he's wearing his 82nd Airborne uniform with his 101st Airborne helmet that I'm waiting for my paint to, to come in. You don't want him the farb? No, I'm waiting for the paint to come in so I can turn that helmet into an 82nd Airborne helmet instead of the 101st Airborne helmet. There you go. Is that all it is? A paint job? Well, no. 
this is this is a D-bail helmet with the chin straps, but these markings are for the 506, the uh, 101st Airborne, basically what you see Easy Company and Band of Brothers wearing. Whoever restored this helmet put the 101st Airborne logos, and so I got to paint over them. Gotcha. But uh, I digress. How about complaints about capitalism, but is always the first in line for the new Apple product guy? <laughs> and usually bitching from Starbucks on an iPhone? Yep. Yeah, that and guy could go screw it too. That guy needs to look in the mirror. Mm-hmm. How about actively protest urban sprawl as a diehard environmentalist and then retires each day to her husband in their four-bedroom house on a golf course in a gated community? Yeah, Karen. Well, see, I, I'm under the impression if you're truly a diehard environmentalist and you truly hate urban sprawl, that's fine. But either A, you need to live in an apartment with 500 other people because then you're putting as many people on a single plot of land as possible, thus not knocking down natural environment for the fuzzy animals to put up a house that only accommodates two people, or you live no, in a fucking tent. You should tent. be living in a multi-unit family, basically an apartment building. Yeah, because know. more people on a smaller footprint. Maybe a, a five-story walk-up. Yeah, really drive it home. Or if you really want to live the cause, you're going to live in a tent <laughs> in the woods because you can't. You know what? Tomorrow, she'll be the one that is pro-capitalism. Mm-hmm. And so that pro has man. been pro, to be or not to be that guy. I can't believe I lost my cool theme song I made for that. I'll have to have it next time. I'll have to write a note. Remind me to find the theme song because it's in one of these folders. I had it in the, remember, I think last week my menu board died and it wiped out all that stuff. And I got to figure out which one of these damn folders I have that. And maybe it's in the folder called bumpers. That would be a good place for it. Do you all have any Sinclair stations down there? Mm, maybe. So Sinclair is a very large mm -hmm. news organization. They own Channel 3 out here. Oh, I thought you meant Sinclair is like the gas station. No. <laughs> or the truck stops. They no, have a, a, a program called the, the, the National Desk. Mm-hmm. They do actually lean a little right. Mm-hmm. Except for the local news, because, you know, they're all going to be whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, so they had a ransomware attack on Monday. Oh, fun. And I knew something was going on. I actually made the joke that I think they got hacked because all of a sudden uh, they couldn't have graphics. So their weather person had put a whiteboard up <laughs> behind them. That's funny. Behind her with the, the map drawn. And then I know somebody whose husband works for them. He said, yeah, they got, they got hacked. Wow, that sucks. And then I was watching a story about the Sharks and about how a certain player on the Sharks, San Jose Sharks, got in trouble for uh, a fake COVID-19 vaccination card. <laughs> I said, I <laughs> bet that's a Vander Kane. Wouldn't surprise me. And yes, it was a Vander Kane. <laughs> He's a guy who owes a lot of money, owed a lot of money to one of the casinos here in town. He was actually one of the our, our biggest enemies. So uh, yeah, it's kind of interesting out there. Joining us now from the Digital 410 West News Desk Since in Las about Vegas, the news. Nevada, Gordon Abernathy. Gordon, how are you doing tonight? Better than this homeowner. This what? This homeowner. In oh, Northern I thought California. you said something else. He did it again. <laughs> you did it again. Hurt someone's feelings. <laughs> yeah, he did didn't not. want to do it. Hello? Yes, troublesome people yes. are often people in trouble. They may be mentally ill. Find out <laughs> what how did you, you think can I said? write better mental health. Box three thousand, New York one, New York. Better did than this home. Did you think this home? 
owner. Opener? <laughs> this no. homeowner. This homeowner. <laughs> Jesus Christ, clean out your ears. I hate snakes. Speaking of wax buildups, one of my Raycons is completely dead. I hate snakes. snakes. And evidently so does this homeowner. What is your thoughts of snakes? Um, I fucking hate them. I don't mind them like if they're an aquarium. I will drive across the road to run one. Or over. if I know it's a garter snake or a black racer, but when I'm being chased by one in my kayak and I don't know if it's a poisonous snake, no, I'm good. Well, in San Francisco. San Francisco. Hey, this is a AP story out of San Francisco. Al Wolf is usually called to help clear out one or two snakes from under houses. Oh, uh-huh. But he was recently called by a woman who said she had seen rattlesnakes kind of coming and going from her Northern California home. Well, upon his investigation, he was a little surprised to find that there were more than a 90. Jesus. Nine zero. Wow. Nine times. Rattlesnakes getting ready to hibernate. Wow. What a better time to catch them, though. They're, they're getting seen. Wolf, yes, is the director of the Sonoma County Reptile Rescue. That's a mouthful. <laughs> it's got a little alliteration to it. Said he crawled under this mountainside home in Santa Rosa, California, and found a, a rattlesnake right away, then another, and then another. Hmm. So he came out from under the house, grabbed a couple of buckets, put on <laughs> long safety gloves, now, if he was doing this at Home Depot, he'd have to use a Home Depot bucket and not a Lowe's bucket, right? He just grabbed two buckets. So I'll yeah, explain that story in a minute. <laughs> Go ahead. What if he had a mix and match? Who would fire him? Um, he went back in. He crawled on his hands and knees and stomachs. He tipped over more than 200 small rocks. I don't know if he was keeping count or that was a guess. And he just said, I kept finding snakes for almost the next Four hours. Four wow. hours under this home dealing with snakes. Poisonous ones at that. He thought, oh, good. This is a worthwhile call. <laughs> my God, I'm not wasting my time today. Uh, but I was happy to get out because it's not nice. You know, you run into spider webs. Oh, yeah, that's mm -hmm. far worse than the snakes you're running into. And dirt that smells crappy. Oh, I still think a potential rattlesnake bites further in, in, in a shitty category. And it's musty and you're on your belly and you're dirty. I really think that the snake's worse. But it paid off. He used a 24-inch snake pole to remove 22 adult rattlesnakes and 59 babies wow. on his first visit. And then he returned two times since and collected 11 more snakes. Ooh. In the process, he found one dead cat and one dead possum. Hmm. Hold on. I don't know if you're aware of this, Gutter, but there actually was music recorded before <sighs> 1989. What is this? You're going to wear this to the show. You're going to wear the shirt of the band you're going to go see. Don't be that guy. Still not the one I'm looking for. Go ahead. I had took that with what Carrie said, put background music in it, made it a whole thing, but it's lost. Go ahead. Needless to say, this homeowner, I'm sure, is glad now, but probably wants to burn their house to the ground and move. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to go from California to another semi-arid environment. Actually, a little more arid, a little place called Israel. An Israeli scuba diver discovered something quite neat. An ancient crusader sword. Yeah, I saw this. An Israel, Israeli scuba diver had salvaged an ancient sword off of the country's Mediterranean coast that experts say date back to the crusaders. 
Israel's, <laughs> Israel's Antiquities Authority, another alliteration, said Monday the man was on a weekend dive in northern Israel when he spotted a trove of ancient artifacts. Trove is yet another fancy word we haven't used very much. And that included stuff like anchors, pottery, and a meter-long or a yard... I'm sorry, a meter and a long yard are different sword. The diver was about 150 yard meters, or let's, let's go to 12th, 170 yards off the coast in five meter deep water, 5.5 yards. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell this was written and not in America. Mm -hmm. When he made the discovery, experts said that uh, the area provided shelter for ancient ships and is home to many archaeological treasures, some dating as far back as 4,000 years. But such discoveries can be elusive because of the constantly shifting sands, like sands in the hourglass. These are the days of our so lives. The days of our lives. Fearing his discovery may be buried, the diver did Dan take the diver. sword ashore. Jesus Christ. And deliver it to government experts, according to authorities. And the weapon is estimated to be right around 900 years old. I do apologize for those of you trying to watch at home. The stream just keeps... Uh, and it's not even on my end. It's Restream.io just keeps crapping out. Like, I'm... I don't know. I don't have to call them and say, what the hell am I paying for? You guys can't get your shit together. Because it's, it's not a free service. Oh. 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 Internet just dropped out altogether. Well, that sucks. Hmm. Yeah, there internet you go. dropped out, so maybe it there. is on my end. Yep. My internet. Not only was it so clearly, it's um. I can't hear you. You You're are muted. muted. You're oh, muted. How do I? Oh. So there clearly, it was my internet. My Zoom meeting crashed and everything. That's what I get for rebooting my Comcast modem four hours ago. So I can't blame it on Restream.io. I was going to say, you know. Ever since we upgraded our Zoom, it's an HD now. We actually have HD Zoom, widescreen. Your shirt's looking at beautifully bright red, and then the whole damn feed drops out. But anyhow, we're back. There was a 90s hip-hop star as part of a, a pretty famous band. He was known to wear a large clock around his neck. Mm-hmm. Flavor Flav! Mm -hmm. uh, he's a Vegas Valley resident. Maybe Henderson. Because this story comes out of Henderson, Nevada, also known as Hendertucky. Which, being a guy from Kentucky, I do take offense to. No, you don't. William Jonathan Drayton Jr. That's a mouthful. Try it again. William Jonathan Drayton Jr. More widely known as Flavor Flav. Yeah, boy. Who is now, by the way, non-sequitur, doing commercials for the lawyer... Glenler. <laughs> Which I don't know who well, that is. Must be a local guy. Although, yeah. Yeah. He was arrested on one count of domestic battery, according to the city of Henderson Police Department. The department says its official res responded to Hold out. Time out. Stop. You're telling me that somebody who got his fame as a member of a band called Public Enemy has been mm -hmm. arrested for doing bad things? Doesn't sound like a member of public enemy I know. Allegedly. I thought they were called upstanding citizens. What was an Eminem said recently in a song? I, if I can't I, batter a woman, how do I bake them a cake? 
I sit back with anyway. this pack of zigzag and this bag of this weed. It gives me the shit needed to be the most needed MC on the earth. No, that's from like years ago. Never mind. The department says as officers responded to a block of uh, a place called, it's kind of cool, Prometheus Court on October the 4th at about 11.40 p.m. Well, that's time that's ripe for domestic battery. <laughs> and Drayton was transported to the Henderson Detention Center. You know all these guys sitting in the cell with him are fucking stoked. Is that the you same know, place no. that we used to watch on TV when people, no. they would process them in after getting arrested? Nope, that would be the Clark County. What was the name of that show? That. Locked up? No. Jail. Jail. Yeah, nice. And it was funny. So it was funny because we would watch Cops, and it would bounce between Clark County, Nevada, or the Strip. And Pahrump. And, no, and Lee County, Florida. Oh, yeah. Then we'd turn around, we'd watch Jail, and it would bounce between Lee County, Florida, You're, <laughs> and here. I don't know why your mic is just, I literally have you almost turned off on my end. It's so weird. No, that's interesting. I didn't touch this thing. Anyway, needless to say, the, 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 the law office representing Fleur Flav released a statement that said, in alleged domestic violence cases, there's often two sides to the story. Don't we all know the this? The front hand and the back hand. <laughs> and we will explain our side in the courtroom. Yeah, because they the don't want to risk him getting canceled. Botox, that's kind of a thing, right? Mm-hmm. This has been something that's been going on in the Vegas Valley, and I don't know how prevalent it is in Florida. People get Botox here. But people make... But do they do it in somebody's house? Do you not remember the story of the lady who got arrested for pretending to be a doctor and putting fix-a-flat in people's asses? (laughs) That's happened here, too, but yeah. 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 Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department, or LVMPD, as we like to say, or Metro... Says it arrested one Olga and Kenny Grinchinko. I'm starting to notice a lot more people named Olga, and I was only was first aware of it because of a certain celebrity's uh, nanny. But I'm hearing a lot more Olgas nowadays. Olga and Kenny Grinchinko, which really sounds middle or Eastern block, like yeah, on several charges involving an unlicensed medical facility. <laughs> No, not in Vegas. It seems like there's at least two stories a year out of here for this. Mm-hmm. According to the arrest report, the couple was operating an unlicensed lip injection and Botox business out of several different rental properties across the valley. The investigation started after a woman who police said wanted to remain anonymous in their shit because she doesn't want to be shamed by everybody she fucking knows for doing this mm-hmm. nonsense. Saw a profile on Instagram called for a company called Coco... Labios. Because that's where I go when I'm looking for plastic surgery advice. Instagram ads. Hey, you bought a drone off of Instagram, didn't you? Via an Instagram ad? Yes, but I got my money back from PayPal, thanks. And uh, and that's not something I'm doing to my body. That's something I was using for YouTube. But still shady, needless to say. Yes. Although I got my hat via an Instagram ad, but Boston Scally makes good shit. Police said the woman went to the apartment on July 7th. Okay, number one, you're going to an apartment. Hmm. Red flag. Hmm. Where she met Coco and a man who did not give his name. Hmm. Another red flag. I'm Coco. This is my silent esteem. But she went ahead and had a lip injection service performed on that date. And she was supposed to return the following month for a second procedure. Don't worry, ma'am. We just boiled the needle. It's perfectly sterile. However... She had an allergic reaction from the injection. You don't say. <coughs> when she contacted the 
Nevada Nursing Board and found out there was no licensed nurse affiliated with Coco Labios. Shit went south. You think they're just injecting them with, uh, with um, oh, what's that salt they give you? Silicone, probably. No, not silicone. Probably <coughs> more safe than that. Probably um, saline. Yeah, saline. So an investigation was launched, led the police to another rental home as the pair often change locations because you can't catch me, coppers. Yep. The investigation was launched that led, blah, 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 I read that line, through thorough surveillance and other witnesses, the couple was arrested on October 15th on the following charges. Act as a nurse without a license. Act as a medical protagonist. Protagonist? Practitioner without a license, and obtaining money slash prop slash labor by false pretenses. At the time of the arrest, two other women were walking up to the latest rental for service, provided more information to police, and uh, yeah, that's uh, that's our news. So if you see, so the lesson of the day is if you see a Instagram or Facebook page. With or a, a Groupon. <laughs> or a Groupon with a uh, Botox or lip injection search, and you pull up and it's an apartment or a home, it's not legit. Let's um, expand that. If you're going to go a- do any medical <laughs> procedure that's in an apartment, walk away. Or this concludes the evening news. And now back to the ACT Computer Studio in Cape Coral, Florida. This is going to wrap up this very interesting episode of uh, the What's in Your Head podcast. Uh, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. And as always, please head over to whatsinyourhead.com or d-410.com. Click on the Patreon link, like, subscribe, share us with your friends, and sign up. I'm sorry, that's for YouTube. <laughs> click on the YouTube link, like, subscribe, share us with your friends. But uh, click on that Patreon link, sign up. It's a dollar a month, and it'll go a long way to, um, you know, get more things i can't say better on internet i'm already getting 350 megs down i like to type cop comcast internet but you know what comcast is but anyhow thank you guys so much please like subscribe and um as i said on the what's in your head podcast if you're already a patreon member that's great if you're not that's fine too if you really want to promote support the show the best way to do that is to share us with uh, a friend a like-minded person so if you know somebody likes podcasts or maybe not into podcasts but thinks they may enjoy our mediocre content over here at the what's in your head podcast please send them our way but until you do. We will talk to you all next week. This has Yay! been a Digital 410 production. <laughs>